Hello and welcome to This is Oro Valley. It's the podcast where I interview staff members about their role with the town of Oro Valley and the impact their program and department has on the community we live in. Today we're focusing on Steam Pump Ranch and we're going to talk specifically about the barbecue and bunkhouse restoration project. And so today we have John, Recreation Facility Manager. John, thank you for being here. Thank you very much for having me. And Matt, Interim Director of Parks and Recreation. Thank you. Thank you too, Nick. Matt, let's start with you. Can you give me a very quick background about Steam Pump Ranch? Yeah, absolutely. Well, the, the property itself was established when uh, George Push and Johann Zellweger, they were they were two German immigrants, uh, established the ranch there. Um, they brought with them a steam pump um, and used that steam pump to then water cattle on their way to Tucson for for sale for the they fattened them up essentially with water, and then they took them down to Tucson to sell them. So that that was the initial start of the ranch. They they built a homestead there, and and it was a working ranch there for a, a short period of time there. Um, and then Jack Proctor uh, was the next property owner there. Um, his family purchased the ranch and lived on the property. And then his daughter um, actually married a professional baseball player, Hank Lieber. Um, Hank Lieber was a professional baseball player for the Chicago Cubs and New York Giants. Um, And this was actually along the same time when spring training was taking place in Tucson. So um, during spring training times, some of the ball clubs would actually be on the Steam Pump Ranch property for uh, parties, uh, engagements, things like that. So it's got a very long, drawn out history. The town uh, purchased the property from the Lieber children. Uh, we acquired it in 2007. Um, and since that period in time, it's been in town control. And and we have been working since then to uh, to make the property um, all that it can be in in making sure that we uh, encapsulate all of the history and the culture associated with it while still providing some uh, interesting and fun activities for uh, today's community to come out and enjoy. For people who are you know fans of the podcast, we have done uh, a more in-depth overview of Steam Pump with former staff member Lenan, and uh, everyone can listen to that. It's our first season, our first year of podcast. If you want to go deeper into the history, uh, but that was a great overview. So now, though, let's focus on um, what is Steam Pump Ranch becoming. It is a place where, through our uh, through our master planning process, the community voted as as one of their favorite locations within the town. Um, cultural and special events are something that are very high ranking within our community, and Steam Pump Ranch is a natural site for a number of those things to take place as well. So. Going from the community engagement side of things to to the history, um, the essence of Steam Pump Ranch is it it is the the most historically significant site within Oro Valley that the town currently owns. So uh, embracing that history, working with some of our local organizations to ensure that not only the town is being good stewards of this history, but also those organizations can continue to tell that story um, from the past to to current generations and future ones. So we're talking about how. The town of Oro Valley is a steward of this space, but there are other organizations, uh, groups that have helped too. And I wanted to give them a shout out on the podcast. So we've got first the Oro Valley Historical Society, and then secondly, the Historic Preservation Commission. So these two groups have had a pretty significant role in shaping the property. And Matt, I was wondering if you could 
explain their roles and, you know, just kind of give them some, some thanks. Yeah, absolutely. And, and Nick, you're, you're 100% right. Both of these, both of these groups uh, deserve a lot of, of thanks and, and respect for the work that they've done over the years for the property and, and the town as a whole. The, the Historic Preservation Commission is, is an official rec- officially recognized board and commission by the, by the mayor and council. These, this is a seven member board that are appointed by council members. They serve regular terms. We hold monthly meetings uh, that are open to the public. Um, and they have done, their their primary function is to ensure that the town has an established set of protocols and procedures to follow to make sure that our historical areas, the integrity of them is, is kept up. Um, the Oro Valley Historical Society is a group of volunteers that have been longstanding as well. Um, they are a separate entity but we work as the town work with them um, on a number of things. Uh, in particular at Steam Pump Ranch, we have an agreement in place with them for them to provide docent tours. Uh, they they are our storytellers there on the property in in sharing the history of the ranch with the visitors that come, whether it be a part of a second Saturday or a private tour event um, during their during their season, which typically runs September through um, through March, they they are sharing that that news, that history with the community. They also too uh, are are the ones who take care of the the push house there. They they have a museum that's open to the public on the weekends as well. Um, they also provide private tours and showings if if the desire is there. Um, but they they are really our partner on the ranch in keeping that that history and that knowledge alive. So Oro Valley Historical Society does have a website and it is ovhistory.org. On that site, you can actually check out some of those uh, pictures from or pictures of the artifacts that you were just talking about with a little bit of background about the space. It's pretty interesting. And um, I would definitely suggest that everyone check that out. That's very cool. John, how would you say these two pieces of the property fit into the master plan for Steampump Branch? I think they, both areas, the barbecue and the bunkhouse, they allow um, more access for the public. So the barbecue is an open space now that can be viewed by the public. They can see what the barbecue looked like in the past. Um, it originally was an open air barbecue. Um, you can picture some tables and chairs out there, a palm frond cover over a ramada and somebody barbecuing, people sitting there eating, enjoying enjoying their evenings and their, their afternoons. Um, after that, it was slowly added on to where there was an additional uh, living space added. It was all enclosed. Um, you know, there's bathrooms, bedrooms, storage rooms. Uh, the building has been brought back to more of a, its historical base where the extra rooms have all been removed. It's been mag- put back into an open area. There is now a kitchenette there that's available. So if anybody is coming to rent the property for an event, such as a wedding or a graduation or just a you know family family reunion, they have access to like some space there where they can use some water and you know, refrigerator, things like that. Um, the bunkhouses, I mean, the names are pretty good because they were bunkhouses. Uh, <laughs> originally, people would stay there for you know, working on the ranch or, or helping out. Maybe some of the younger family members would live there um, if they you know, wanted to kind of their own place, but they were still on the same property with the rest of the family. Um, as the time went on, those, those had a lot of storage. By the time the remodeling of the, the buildings happened, they're, they were basically stored of a, a bunch and a bunch of um, materials that had been on the ranch that they just put in there for, for safekeeping. And uh, those now are uh, men's and women's restrooms, 
as well as another like a multi-purpose room with a uh, restroom attached. So if somebody's going to have an event, say there's a concert, there's a place for the band to get ready and to wait before they get their call on stage. Or if there's a wedding, that's a place for people to get dressed and prepare and wash up before the ceremony. And we were talking about before we recorded some of the improvements to that multi-purpose space. Mm -hmm. I just wanted to go a little bit more in depth on them because uh, one of them was, was just having power, which is a huge upgrade to a space. Um, do you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah. So previously, if anybody wanted to have an event on the property, there was maybe three locations where they could grab power from and they had to run some extension cords to get out into the, the lawn area. Uh, now with the barbecue, there's multiple outlets there as well as water available. So people can have events and they can plug right in there and they can run whatever they're going to run from there, whether it's a, a band or a movie, slideshow, something like that. There's there's always something available where people can hook right up without having to run generators everywhere. Awesome. So so part, it seems to me like part of taking this historic property is really the modernizing it. It's an interesting blend of, of doing that while keeping the historic element yeah, alive. I think you're, you're staying true to the, the history of the building, but yet updating it for modern use. Gotcha. So we still have a historic, a historic ranch that now can have contemporary activities going on on it. How did we fund this project? Where, where does that stream come from? Um, just so community members have an idea of what, what their money goes to. Yeah, absolutely, Nick. So so the barbecue and bunkhouses were funded out of general fund dollars. They were capital improvement requests, um, you know, that were really identified based on the feedback that we received as a part of public input in that steam pump ranch is, you know, not only something that, that has a historical value, but it also has community value in that people want to come out to the property and be there. So um, so this project was funded from general fund dollars. And and even the year before, we, we redid the garage building, which uh, John and his staff in the Recreation and Culture Division have, have moved into. And we actually now have staff offices and a staff presence on the ranch six days a week, which is not something we had previously at all. So so that was also funded with general fund dollars. So between both of those projects, it's been roughly $2 million in investment there at Steampump Ranch over the last two years. Um, so a, a big thank you to the community, not only for identifying that property um, and, and it being a place where we could invest in, but but definitely to our town council for for allocating the monies to make those projects a, a reality and, and give the community what they want. This has really been an exciting time period there at the ranch since since the town has owned it. This has been the the most money invested in there since since the town's acquisition. So when we talk about restoring, you know, we've been using the word restore or repair or sort of, you know, change the use. But uh, let's get specific. So what sorts of restoration and work has been done on the spaces and, um, you know, how can they be utilized now because of that? I think the the restoration work has been removing a lot of the additions that were put on to the barbecue, for example, after the initial construction, as I mentioned, it was uh, turned into a living quarters after it was a barbecue. So we've gone back to that. The walls have been shored up. Uh, new adobe has been put over. Um, it's been painted, cleaned. New doors and windows that meet the historic aesthetic you know, are, are being installed. So the, the buildings are going to look like they did in their, their peak like when they were first constructed, yet they're in a really stable condition. So they're not going to be, be uh, degrading over time as a lot of historic buildings do, especially made of adobe. So they take a lot of care and a lot of upkeep and 
this is allowing us to do that um, while also hosting a lot of things at the ranch. Yeah, one one of the other things that was interesting as we got into the project, specifically the barbecue building, um, when you're when you're working on these older buildings and you start doing some demolition as as just a need to 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 stabilize the building, um, we discovered that the initial roof that was the original roof that was put on the barbecue building. Um, certainly wouldn't meet code as it sits today. So so that building got a brand new roof uh, to go along with the other um, the other renovation portions of that, uh, uh, the restoration work that was done there on that piece. So Parks and Recreation oversees the programming and the management of Steampump Ranch. We talked a little bit about having people on steam, like staff members on the, the premises, which is super cool. I've been into that building now. It's that's where you are, right, John? Uh, yes. Yeah. We're in the garage. So it's, uh, you got to see the initial remodel before the barbecue and bunkhouses came along. Well, it's pretty cool. Uh, definitely like that. And it's nice to have staff members on site, but we're also uh, overseeing the programming. So how does the historic property fit into the department's goals for serving over Oro Valley community members? What were they looking for? And, and how does that align? Uh, doing a survey of the community, some of the uh, responses, some of the most popular ones, uh, I think the most popular is more community events, followed by like senior programming and multi-generational programming and community events. Uh, one of the big events we do at Steampump Ranch is celebrate Oro Valley. Mm-hmm. Um, and that event uh, celebrates the, the history of Oro Valley itself and the things that happen in Oro Valley and Steampump Ranch's focal point for that event going on. Uh, We also do a lot of concerts and second Saturdays there. So you've got entertainment. You can come out for the evening and watch watch concert. Second Saturday has farmer's market. So the farmer's market is an extremely popular um, event that goes on every Saturday at Steampump Ranch. That is a event that I actually frequent because I love the Planet of the Crepes food truck. (laughs) So a little unofficial plug for them right now. Um, Uh, Right now, it's middle of summer. We have steam camp going on. Uh, it's actually a STEM camp plus art, and that's where you get steam from. Um, it's super popular. The, there's kids out there. They're learning about the local flora and fauna of the Sonoran Desert. We're doing crafts and activities. So, you know, not only do they learn about a volcano, they'll make a volcano. Cool. Uh, you know, we're, we're making birds. They've, they've made a friend of one of the local roadrunners. His name is Bruce now. Bruce the Roadrunner. Yeah. So if you do come out to Steampump Ranch and you see Bruce running around the lawn, you know who he is. And he's he's very friendly. So maybe we can get like a, a family of statues, uh, a la the quails out yes, in front of Naranja. The, the the Bruce family. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So if you're there, don't don't leave. Don't drop any food because that's what he's looking for. He loves to follow the kids around and and and. Uh, have any snacks that they drop <laughs> gotcha <laughs> and and nick to to kind of to kind of go a little bit deeper into the the management of the ranch and you know how the property fits into the department's overall overall goals um our mission statement as a department is to inspire connection through recreation and that's really the steam pump ranch site is one place in particular where um we've heard it many, many times over by people who have come out to the property for uh, for an event, for an activity, for a purpose that was not tied to any sort of history or knowledge of the ranch at all. And they get out there and they see the space, the views of the mountains, they start to understand where they are in 
how old some of the structures are and, and really the history of it. And and people very quickly fall in love with the property. I mean, there, it's no surprise that it has become as popular as it has been. And, and as a department, that's really one of the things we strive to do is is get people out and active in our community, provide for them what they want. And, you know, in, in, in a way, kind of trick them into learning something about their own about their own community. The history, the historical impact and significance of that site is never lost on us. And I, I think it's a very unique and uh, an amazing thing that we're able to do to provide programming there, programming that you might not expect. During the pandemic, we we worked with a company and, and did drive in movies at the ranch. Because, I went to one of those. Yeah, you know, yeah. and that, that's not something necessarily that you'd think would fit, but we brought a lot of people to the property who didn't really know what it was. And people people come back once they come once they want to come back. They may go on a tour they may come from a diff, they may come for a different event. They may sign up for a class. But, you know, we the steampunk gets gets its hooks into people once they've been there. Exactly what you just said is happening to me. It's exciting to see that happen um, and have a space where, you know, I can gather with friends, family um, to do things like that. So, so you just touched on some of the, you know, the events that were happening, the programming, uh, the one, the movie I went to see was Elf, by the way, around Christmas. <laughs> um, do you want to touch on what are some of the other popular events like the farmer's market? And then if the community wants to utilize the space, what does that process look like? How can they rent it, you know, get married there, whatever they're looking at? Yeah, well, I'll let John answer that question because you gave a great segue with the mention of the elf movie. We at our winter event, John typically dresses up as Buddy the Elf. Oh, so yes. this, the best way to spread holiday cheer is singing Sing loud. loud for all to hear. <laughs> uh, so some other events we have we have a lot of some private events that go on. Uh, we are going to be having another town event this fall, so we will we'll be doing the bark in the park, which will be cool. It'll be you know a great time for people to get together and learn about their resources for their pets. I'm and assuming this is like a bring your dog, right? That's oh, yeah. What, yeah. Okay. Bring your dog. We're gonna, we're, we may even have a costume contest. Of people right. who what, dress up like their dog? No, dogs who dress up like, like whatever the <laughs> okay. dog dresses up as. Uh, I'm, I'm expecting your standard, you know, wiener dogs dressed up as hot dogs. Right. Dogs with saddles. But you, people get creative, so you never know. Um, but also those resources that allow people to, you know, learn about adoptions or um, other types of care that their animals can get that that will save money and things like that. Yeah. So one other event that we have is the the Taste of Royal Valley. It's uh, uh, put on by a, non, a local nonprofit, and they've got many of the restaurants in Oral Valley will come out and they you know have samples of their food. The people pay buy a ticket and they get to try all the different food and meet a lot of the owners and the chefs from those local restaurants. So that's really cool. Also, Nick, as I mentioned before, we've got the concerts. So we've got Friday night concerts and Saturday night concerts at, at Steampunk Ranch. They're going to be picking up again in September. So it so starts we, to cool down a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Well, they're in the evenings. You know, the sun will start going down. It'll cool off a little. You can come out, see a great band. And we, we try and get a wide variety of genres from, you know, 80s pop to, <laughs> cool. you know, 90s country to 70s rock and roll. It just, you know, you can take a look on the website, orovalleyaz.gov to see what bands are coming. And that's also the place you would go if you want to reserve Steampunk Ranch for your event. Um, there's a link when you go to orovalleyaz.gov. You go to Parks and Recreation. There's a, a button for Steampunk Ranch and then reserve Steampunk Ranch. You fill out an online form. It comes to us and then we'll contact you about uh, your rental and see what, what we can make happen for you. And you can have a great event 
underneath the shadow of Push Ridge. Well, thank you guys uh, for coming out. This has been an exciting podcast for me. Like I said, I love the property. I am enjoying learning about it. Having you guys come on and going there is like the perfect combination for me to to kind of get more uh, knowledge about it. And uh, for those of you who are listening, we will be doing more podcasts as the property continues to develop so you can see what improvements are happening, what new events are coming, what to expect, um, because this is a very exciting property for Oro Valley. So, so Matt, thank you for coming out. Thank you for having me, Nick. And John, thank you. Thanks, Nick. I appreciate it. Thanks for tuning in to This is Oro Valley. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Be sure to subscribe. Make sure you follow us on any platform, Spotify, Apple Music, or wherever you get your podcasts for updates. And stay tuned for more exciting episodes of This is Oro Valley.